Hi, I'm Mystic, aka Cynthia, the Gabby and Spontaneous F-bomb-dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Mind Power, Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're, You're listening, listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Mystic. We are wildly curious and we want to talk about how spirit meets business, how self-expansion meets love, and how relationships meet life's true purpose. Because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together. My passion is for the powers of the mind, human nature, and the development of inner strength. I help people transform by investigating their subconscious and reframing or rewriting their internal thinking. My get-off is helping people discover their cosmic irony, where their biggest fear is actually their greatest strength. By uncovering these things, they can revolutionize what they do and how they do it. We want to share how people grow and become bigger, more integrated, more fulfilled, more passionate and inspired in their life's journey. Listen in as we explore transformations, shifts, and finding the ahas while making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. And have fun along the way. Dive in and see how Mind Power meets Mystic. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to Mind Power Meets Mystic with Michelle Walters, Mind Power, and me, Cynthia Varkavisser, Mystic. Today, uh, Michelle is taking the day off, so I get you all to myself, and we're going to talk about the power of audacity. Not audacity to app, I'm sure it's a good one, but this is about the definition of audacity and being audacious. Now, I came across this word when I was, I don't know, eight or nine years old, maybe. Huge fan of Monday Night Football. It was with How Work Coach Sep. And I can't remember the other two. I think it, I can't remember who the other two were. Um, Dan, the man, I can't remember. But anyway, to go back at this time, OJ Simpson was playing. I'm not going to talk about his past. I'm talking about just this moment. And uh, the ball was handed off to him. And Howard Cosell is doing his commentary. And he says, uh, the juice is on the loose. And he had the audacity to go against the grain. And what that meant was while everybody was going in one direction following OJ Simpson, he reversed uh, he reversed his action and went towards the other sideline. And it was actually really quite beautiful because you could lose yardage. And in that instance, he actually gained yardage. So he had the, and, uh, you know, in my world, he had the, the girls to do it, right? So what is audacity? What is audaciousness? So the definition is the willingness to take bold risks, right? To be daring, to be fearless, to be brave. But it's also, it has a little bit of spark to it, right? So it's like, it comes with um, spunkiness or a sassiness, a little bit of um, impudence or insolence, um, a little bit of um, just not disrespect, but you know, just that thing of like, oh my God, I can't believe you went there. And so that's what we're going to talk about, the power of um, being audacious, the power of 
what happens when you go there? Now, the thing I love, one of my favorite sayings is sometimes you have to go there to know that you didn't have to go there. And just so you know, that is not something I made up, nor was it channeled. It came from, I forgot her name too. Um, she played God in Dogma and she had the, the album of My Jagged Little Pill. You know who it is. But anyway, that was her thing, right? Sometimes you have to go there to know you didn't have to go there. And um, audacity is one of those things that it helps you find out who you are. So I'd like to talk about three things, three different ways for you to be audacious, okay? And they're all very simple. It costs you nothing financially. And it's a game. You can gamify it. So what's, what's truth or dare, right? It's a game of chicken. It's a game of, are you willing to do this thing? So before I go on and talk about audaciousness, I also knew that audacity was going to be somewhere in my life because my partner Dee and I, before we even got together, we were just friends and we came up with this really dumb game called I and I, the letter I, the ampersand, letter I, and it, and it stands for illegal or inappropriate or illegal and inappropriate. And so what it is, it's a game of chicken. And we made it up one day in the middle of martial arts, uh, a martial arts uh, seminar. It was, you know, we were both tired and it was just one of those things where it was just, you know, we we're just in the changing room and one of us says to the other, hey, what are you doing today? And then the other one says, oh, oh I'm going to play illegal and inappropriate. And then one of us says, well, what's that? And then the other one says, well, you know, one of us says, does something either illegal or inappropriate? And then someone's got a one up. Now, this part I do remember of who said it to whom. Then it was quiet. And he goes to me, what are you thinking? And I said, well, I'm thinking if I start with jaywalking, what are you going to do to one up it? And so that's how the game began. Now, the guidelines is that it's all in good fun. We're not here to hurt anyone um, and definitely not ourselves. And it's just about being audacious, right? It's in a, in a juvenile way. Um, of course, I wouldn't admit it back then that it was juvenile, but it was. So anyway, um, it's, it is, it's a bit, it's a game of chicken. It's a game of, um, who could be more daring and, and it was creative as well. So, um, in that certain day when we made up the game, we also had, um, my daughter come, I have twin girls and my daughter, Amber decided to join in. I don't remember how that happened. And then another girl, um, from a martial arts studio, her, her name is Julia, decided to play as well. And it was, it was really silly. Like um, Amber put a flyer in a library, in the library uh, inbox when you're not supposed to, it's only supposed to be for books. And, you know, uh, somebody ordered water at our uh, restaurant, you know, where you go to the, to the, the fountain and they took a soda um, someone, I won't say who stole toilet paper from the restaurant. Um, we went to, a, you know, we went to the store and we just like loitered. And I will tell you that that was the hardest one for me. Loitering was just seeing the people um, like look at us, like, are you going to buy something? Are you looking around? And the other three were just lounging, lounging there. I just, I couldn't take it. But 
to go on. We we had a great time. We laughed. We dared ourselves to do things as well as you kind of um, amp up someone else to dare themselves to do something as well, right? Um, that's a form of audacity if you make it a little bit more mature. <laughs> but if you feel like you need more play in your life, which I believe everybody does, I highly recommend I and I. And if you have any questions, just reach out to me. I'm happy to give you um, ideas as well as um, guidelines. And for those of you who are um, only listening, that came with air quotes. All right. So here are three things to amp you up by being audacious. Number one, speak up and speak out, right? It's really important because you're expressing who you are. It's really important to use your intuition and have it powered by emotion. This is how we know that we are impassioned and that there are things that we are willing to stand up for. So I always like to say, speak up, speak out, stand up, stand out, right? There you are. Um, but, but use your intuition. And everyone has intuition. I don't know how many times you want to hear it, but the odds of someone communicating just like you uh, is one in 68 trillion. And that has to do with your intuition. So enjoy your uniqueness and communicate with care because of the odds of someone communicating just like you. All right. Be clear in what you say. It's very important. You, you know, beating around the bush doesn't serve anybody. Explaining doesn't serve anybody except for yourself. I always explain because to me, it's part of the story and I'm a storyteller. Um, D is about brevity. And she'll say that all the time. She's like brevity. And I'm like, shit, that means I got to get down to the, to the, the bones of the story and just get to the message, which is never fun for me or very rarely fun for me. Right. But be very clear in what you have to say. And clarity does not mean it's going to hurt someone's feelings. Remember, that's the one in 68 trillion. Clarity is about saying it in such a way that someone doesn't have to ask or has very simple questions around what you just said. That is mm -hmm. being clear. That um, includes other people, uh, telling other people to, to speak up. So I have this great story. This just happened to me. Um, I was getting a massage from one of my favorite therapists. Her name is Nancy, and she is a very, very uh, powerful person, powerful healer, and uh, and, and a kick-ass body worker. So um, I was getting a massage. It was near the end, and I, you know, I was in and out because that's the way I like having my massage. And I know that because I'm on my back. And she had just finished working my arms. And then as she started working her way up to this place, which is the neck and the head. And to me, the neck and head where it joins is where body and spirit connect. Uh, symbolically, if not energetically. And as soon as she touched, I heard, speak up, speak up, talk now. And I'm saying, no, this is a massage. It is quiet time. And, and so what happens? My throat starts um, starts closing up. So I croak, you know, I'm going to cough. And um, 
she lifts up my head enough so that I'm not, you know, going to choke on myself. And I coughed. And then I said, now you talk. And she kind of giggled and she said, thank you. She says, I have a message for you. And, and then we, we, I, I got the gift of this message, which is actually shifting me up. Um, and it was a very clear message um, because it was four words. It was four words in a sentence. And I, and I had to think about it. So this is about speaking up and speaking out. That is just an example. All right. Be succinct when you um, apologize. You don't want to say because of this and because of that. Nobody gives a shit. What they want to hear is that you're sorry. And, you know, then let them ask questions about what had happened. It's really important to be um, sincere and succinct when you apologize. Make sure that you're only apologizing for the part that you're sorry for. The thing that I really like about arguing with Dee is we get to be ourselves and then we get to come back. And sometimes we don't apologize like saying I'm sorry, but we do come back and we clarify just the little piece that we feel like was unclear, which then opens up a conversation, right? So when you know when you apologize, be really succinct in that as well, all right? Um, and when you've made a mistake, make that apology, be succinct again, and use those guidelines. So before I go any further, I'd like to remind you that you're listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic with Michelle Walters and Cynthia Varkavisser. And today we're talking about the power of audacity, the power of being audacious, right? So that's number one was to speak up and speak out. Number two, dare yourself to do something new and outside of your comfort zone. It can be anything. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be huge. Think about I and I, right? Um, if you're not, if you're a total rule follower, jaywalk. But jaywalk when you know that there's absolutely no cars around or bicycles or other pedestrians, just in case, right? Dare yourself within your own um, you know, it's hard to be outside integrity, but it's really also important to find out what's the difference between integrity and a an unnecessary boundary, right? So, you know, I don't give a shit about jaywalking as long as I'm looking both ways and before I cross the street and actually left, right, then left again, right? So, um, so do something new, join something, be that person to to try something new and join a group. You never know what happens, who you're going to meet, or um, you won't be able to explore yourself until you do that thing. That is a form of audacity. Introduce yourself to someone. I, I talk a lot. I, if you ever watch me play softball, I'm constantly talking. I don't even know who I'm talking to. My team pretty much, you know, tunes me out and it's, freaking hilarious, but there I am talking up, up, out, out. But when it comes to introducing myself, especially to someone who I have great um, admiration for, uh, it's hard for me to introduce myself. And yet I know that's the thing I need to do. So introduce yourself to someone, someone that, you know, introduce yourself to a stranger or allow yourself to be introduced um, to someone that you hold, you know, uh, you hold in esteem. These are the things that you want to do, right? 
Um, the other thing is, you know, about getting out of your comfort zone is shake up your routine, do something different. Wake up 15 minutes earlier, see what you're going to do. Um, feed your cats 15 minutes earlier and see how it blows their little kitty minds. Just anything like that. It's always fun to do something um, in martial arts. We call it disorienting. It's always fun to kind of um, shake things up in your routine because then you get to see how it shakes up things in other people's routines and how you're um, affecting them. It's actually a really beautiful, fun thing. And it also brings back another way to communicate and connect, right? It's, um, it's just, I just highly recommend it because your brain actually gets to, um, it, it gets different kind of food, right? It gets nourished in a separate way. Now, if you don't really know how to shake up your routine, I've got a fantastic meditation for you. And it's a walking meditation. It lasts 15 minutes and all you need is your phone. So let me tell you this walking meditation. And it's one of my favorites, by the way. So you want to get your phone out. Turn off your phone. You only want the timer. Put your timer on for five minutes and then walk as briskly as possible. And, you know, just for shits and giggles, you walk in a straight line in one direction. You know, um, once your timer goes off at five minutes, you want to reset your timer for 10 minutes. You want to put on your camera and then you walk back to your origination in, in twice the time. So that means you have to walk at least at half speed and notice all the things around you, right? You're going to see that there are so many things that you've missed and it's really lovely to all of a sudden be in curiosity and widen out your, your view. It actually affects the rest of your day, how you do this. It's, it's a lovely, lovely meditation and I encourage you to do it. Uh, what happened for me is I would start, I would do 10 minutes of very brisk. And then I ended up taking an hour because I would go so slow and take these pictures that I thought were amazing. I don't know. I'm not a photographer, but they bring a certain amount of satisfaction and calm whenever I revisit these photos. So that is the second thing when you dare, you know, so the second thing is to dare yourself to do something outside your comfort zone. The third thing that's super audacious is treat yourself. So my kids told me about that uh, Aziz Ansari. That was his thing. I think it was in Parks and Rec, that show. And it was treat yourself for Valentine's Day. And as funny as it is, it is absolutely true. So treat yourself. Treat yourself with self-care. That includes when you do your gratitudes, it's important to be grateful for yourself and the things that you've done and the brave things that you have accomplished and the effort that you had put into something that may not have turned out the way that you thought. Also, when you think about self-care, it can be anything. Um, my favorite self-care, believe it or not, that is not on the self-care luxury is going to the dentist. And I love going to the dentist um, his name is Dr. Philip Sadler, by the way, his sister was my kid's, um, elementary school principal. And she just happened to say that she had twin brothers and one was a dentist. 
And lo and behold, he was in my neighborhood. Everyone in his office is a person of color, which I think is rad. And he, oh, he's a, he's a gadget guy. So every time I go in and trust me, I do go in every six months, sometimes depending on, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I go regularly. Uh, he has a TV in every room. There's always a new gadget. Um, I still get a toothbrush when I go home. It's just fantastic. He tells jokes, super nice guy. The people around uh, the whole staff is really friendly. So shout out to Dr. Sadler. Um, that is self-care. Going to the doctor, self-care. Making sure you drink um, teas or you know, being really, really respectful and mindful of your gut and your system, self-care, right? Um, doing all the luxury things, like the massage I got with Nancy, self-care. Going and doing that walking meditation, self-care. Going and hugging my person, telling my kids that I love them, that is actually self-care. I'm not doing it for them, I'm doing it for me, right? I hope they get a benefit out of it. It's actually for me that I'm doing that self-care. If you have a challenge doing self-care for yourself, here's another little tip or trick. I call it love bombs. So my new thing that I love to do is I um, don't want to get on the phone, but I want people to know that I'm thinking about them. So I do a video and I send it by text and I make sure that the video is fairly short, less than two minutes, about one minute. I talk about how I'm thinking about them, how much I enjoy them, um, and I thank them. It's just a great little love bomb. And I send it out, um, you know, whenever whenever I'm thinking about it, I like to do it in a, um, in a, uh, a specified amount of time, like not just a one-off, although I will do a one-off whenever I'm thinking about somebody. Because once I do a love bomb for one person, all these other people start coming up in my mind. And then I want to send love bombs to them as well. It's amazing. I highly recommend that you send out love bombs because when you acknowledge other people, it's not about them acknowledging you. It's then gives you permission and the audacity to start loving on yourself. Right. I um, love waking up and going, you're awesome. And then I giggle because I still don't believe it but at least I can say it. And I'm looking forward to the day that I get to believe it. And I don't know, maybe it'll be tomorrow. But it's all about acknowledging yourself, congratulating yourself, and doing self-care on an elevated level. Now, this also means that you have permission and you have the right to tell people how amazing you are. The one thing I love about D is when um, I wasn't sure if we were, you know, going to just like be hangout pals, meaning like we were just kind of like fucking around, but not serious or, you know, we we're going to be serious. She goes, you know, do whatever you want. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. And, and I have a lot of awesomeness to share. And I was like, holy shit. You are awesome. And that's one of the things when I see her, I'm like, you are awesome. And thank you for saying that because that means that somewhere in me, I have the capacity to say that to other people as well. 
you're all awesome. You guys are amazing people. I would love for you to just tell everybody how great you are. Okay. So these are your three tips to be audacious. Here we go again. Speak up, speak out. While you're at it, you might as well stand up and stand out. Dare yourself to do something new and really, really um, be grateful for yourself as part of your self-care. Do really, really good, intense self-care. One last thing I want to talk about audacity. I like being loud. I think it's fucking hilarious. I'm not always loud, um, but being loud is part of my upbringing. It's the thing that's totally not Asian that my mom and dad let me be. I mean, they let me be this crazy little Asian kid, brownish Asian, Indonesian, Dutch Indonesian kid running around um, being Asian when I need to be, which sounds so horrible, but basically it's being polite when it was appropriate to be polite. And then being this crazy little kid um, when, you know, when it was okay, because it was okay for me to be a kid, but loud doesn't necessarily mean audacious. Loud can be a lot of things. Loud could be covering up a shyness. Loud could be attention seeking. Loud can be, you know, just something to fill up space because quiet is so scary for people, right? And it also means that being audacious, it doesn't mean you have to be loud. Audacious is anything that you do that's brave. And you don't even need it to be witnessed because you're the person that knows you're the one that's walking through that fire. If you like football, one of my favorite players is Barry Sanders. He could run the shit out of that football and he would, um, and then when he, he um, scored a touchdown, all he would do is hand the football to the ref. No celebration, no nothing. It was right back to work. I love Mia Hamm. Um, we got to meet her. She uh, came to my kid's school to give a talk in the small clinic. And she was all about loving your kids. And she talked about, you know, all these other things, but she said it in a very quiet way. It's, she wasn't out loud. And I really liked that about her. She knew her shit and that's all you need. You don't need to be super loud about it. Um, I love Bo Jackson. I love Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, Bo knows, right? He played, uh, he was one of the first people to play um, two professional sports, you know, baseball and football. And um, one of my favorite stories is that he was um, warming up for the, uh, for the all-star game baseball. And as they did, they played um, his commercial, the Bo Knows commercial. And he just kept warming up like it was no big deal. I mean, that's, to me, that's like badass to the best, right? So there are a lot of people out there who are loud and they deserve to have their space because they're great in that way. They also be on the lookout for those people who are audacious in a quiet way, all right? Audacity has no volume, but it speaks volumes. Make sense? All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of The Power of Audacity with me, Cynthia Varkavisser, the mystic 
of Mind Power Meets Mystic. Now, if you want to know what I'm up to, come see me at my website or on my Facebook. That's where I'm hanging out these days, um, CynthiaVarkaVisser.com. You can see that we've got uh, upcoming coachings that are free, podcast style. It's called Strip Down What's Stuck. And I've got an event coming up in November 2023, as well as another big event in May of 2024 that I'm very, very excited about. Uh, be on the lookout because you will be seeing Michelle Walters alone with guests and with me in upcoming episodes. Again, thank you so very much by paying attention, listening to, and please, please, please like and subscribe to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Bye. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic.